Hey guys, welcome to another session of Nerd Talk with Nate. As always, I'm Nate, your friendly neighborhood nerd, your host. And last week we talked about some rumors going on in the Marvel Universe. Today, this week, we're going to be doing that on the flip side, talking a little bit about DC. So some of you may or may not have heard, but J.J. Uh, Abrams has... Uh, been brought on board to be making a live action justice league dark show for uh hbo max on their own streaming service with the help of greg berlanti um one of the uh, brilliant minds behind the uh arrowverse uh in all those uh shows out on the cw this is very interesting to me because with there's been a lot of talk recently about justice league dark um this is um with like the last honestly like the last time really anything with justly dark related kind of popped up was that animated movie that they had made with uh over at dc animations but with the live action a lot of people are just wondering um what kind of characters are we going to have or who specifically are we going to see um i know a lot of people are really excited for this and at the same time i'm um, just really generally curious on what kind of team are they going to put together um while a lot of people expect the obvious such as Constantine and Zantana um are we going to get more kind of outlandish characters and um with other and then with Greg Berlanti kind of been being brought in to help create the show uh it also makes me wonder if uh HBO Max has any kind of like ideas to like expand and grow because there are still talks of a uh untitled Green Lantern show going to be uh, made and put on the same streaming service uh, as well, you know, the same service that uh, brought us Watchmen not that long ago. Um, so it just, yeah, it just makes me wonder what kind of uh, things are they going to grow and expand on? Um, what other characters could we might see on this uh, network, so to speak? Um, I know a lot of people, like I said, are kind of excited at the thought of a Justice League Dark show. Um, so am I, for sure. I'm very interested to see what they do, um, what kind of route they're going to take. And um, with Justice League Dark, it's always been kind of interesting for me because um, with the stuff that I've read, they've never really had like a set unit of villains. I know the most recent popular in the current run of Justice League Dark, uh, they introduced this character called the Upside Down Man. Um, it was very spooky, very dark, which is like the whole go-to of Just League Dark. Um, the idea that this is the team that deals with magic and dark forces that the Justice League just can't handle. Um, it would also be kind of cool to see maybe like a uh, a leaguer kind of mixed in. Like I said in the in this animated movie um, that DC had produced. Uh, good while back they had integrated batman into their into their sort of like league uh which was kind of interesting and also kind of funny too uh given that they right away made batman this skeptic of magic and uh magic users and demons and monsters from like the very beginning just kind of made just kind of put batman in like an interesting role of this is definitely like a realm like it's finally uh He's he's finally in this like situation where he doesn't really have any control or a whole lot of like knowledge of what's going on around him. So it's just kind of put him in this like weird like pulling him out of his comfort zone, which I, which is always interesting to see, especially characters like Batman. 
And then when you, in the most current running of Just Leave Dark, it's actually interesting to me even more because they kind of had, they had gotten rid of uh, Constantine while he's still around and kind of like doing his own thing. Um, they had brought in like a new leader, which uh, on paper does kind of make sense, but I feel like at first glance is a little strange. Bringing in Wonder Woman, um, which again is not too like weird if you really kind of sit and think about it uh, with Wonder Woman having her specific ties of her origin, Greek mythology, you know, having to deal with monsters and other creatures is something they've done with her before. But to this uh, heavy extent of more of like uh, vampires, werewolves, demons, things like that, it was, it was always, uh, it sounded good and it's for the most part it's been fine in terms of like reading this actual series um but yeah it was always something that i was kind of wondering if maybe that was the best way to go or uh if it was maybe just a bit of a stretch but either way uh that's a really good series um in terms of characters that i'd like to see beyond the very basic like i said Const john constantine and zantana i'm really curious to see if they're going to put in a little bit more uh, outlandish characters um, that have never been on screen, um, like Etrigan the Demon, that would be really cool for for me. Um, maybe even uh, another version, maybe like a better fine-tuned version of Doctor Fate would be really interesting, as well as some kind of simpler, a little more goofy characters like Detective Chimp, who can definitely hold their own in these like situations. Um, from and it all it. On top of that, in terms of like characters, I'm very curious to see if they'd be able to inter uh, integrate Swamp Thing into this, which kind of would be really cool and a really interesting way to kind of bring back that character, given that his show on the uh, DC Universe app got um, canceled and basically like cut in half, and they just like didn't really like. Now there's nothing to really do with him it'd be kind of cool to maybe pull that character um out from that uh world and kind of integrate him here over in the hbo like uh dc universe but also but with that in mind it also uh, makes me curious now that there's this new service um making other shows uh, I wonder if they're going to be in direct competition with the DC Universe app. They do have like their own original series, such as Titans, the Harley Quinn show, um, Swamp Thing, like I said, as well as their newest one that's coming out soon, uh, Stargirl. Um, but what's interesting to me about Stargirl is if you haven't heard about that, Stargirl will, uh, will be on both the DC Universe app and the CW. Um, uh, I believe it's like a day after uh, it's released, an episode's released on the streaming service, it will be on the CW. Um, and I was kind of curious as how they were going to do that. That really brings up a lot more questions too. Are they going to somehow fuse the DC uh, streaming service universe with the Arrowverse and kind of maybe pull characters off tv and bring them into the streaming service which essentially they could do on the with like i said if they were to do that with swamp thing that'd be really cool as well um but at the same time it, are they it they could kind of go like either direction is essentially what i'm trying to say um and how would they go about that you know um given that you can only do 
for me, I, I really enjoy the idea of like DC owning its own streaming service and making its own shows because there's while there's obvious limitations on what you can and can can't do on TV, um, working for specific networks, even things as like even uh, ones such as like Netflix and so on there are going to be limitations. So I always thought the idea of, you know, DC slash Warner Brothers um, only kind of have to deal with themselves and they have a lot more free room to kind of grow and do what is what they want and show what they want in the, in the way that they want to do it. Um, especially now that it seems that they're going towards this like more darker, grittier, like version of the DC universe. I mean, given the examples of Batman versus Superman and Justice League and all those movies, like it's everything has like a darker kind of grimmer tone. So that definitely uh, translated over into the uh, live action shows on the on the DC service, especially the live action Teen Titans show, which again I really enjoyed. Um, but it probably would have been a whole different show had they put it on a, uh, a network that wasn't their own you know it probably would have been really different given any sort of like specific restrictions that they could or couldn't do um but going back to star girl with it being both on the cw and the streaming service yeah i like i said it'd be really interesting to see if they kind of fuse the two together or kind of pull them back and forth um uh, between both worlds um for those that don't watch the dc uh, shows uh, such as the Arrow, like Arrowverse on the CW, they did have that big crossover event that they had to do every year. But this one, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, was definitely the biggest, where they took basically every show, uh, for the most part, seemed to kind of operate in its own world, so to speak. For the most part, the, the 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 big separation was Supergirl was like from her own world and own universe and they finally like merged and put everything together so everyone is on one single earth um they do end up showing um at towards the end is is a bit of a spoiler but you know uh, that was some time ago uh at the end of this big crossover they do show the universes that like survived or that were brought back from being like destroyed and it does cross into the um dc universe streaming service where we do see characters from tight from both titans we even see swamp thing and we see characters from the doom patrol show um all uh kind of like put it's uh, brought together so yeah curious if maybe they've already done it maybe this crosses event this crisis on infinite earth's event crossover event um had already merged everything together and we just haven't seen it yet um so maybe and maybe star girl will kind of be that bridge to connect everything together um all in all um this show star girl it's set to premiere may 18th which is actually about a week a week from this recording as a matter of fact um but in terms of the justice league dark show there's hasn't been like any official release date um they are expecting it to be sometime in the next following month, as well as their uh, HBO HBO Max streaming service. Uh, if you don't already have it, or if it's not made available by now, uh, people are saying that it's expected to cost about fifteen dollars a month for that service to get your hands on such shows. Um, like I said, I'm very curious and excited to see Justly Dark and what this this very interesting combination of 
J.J. Abrams and Greg Berlanti kind of can bring to it. Um, I really do feel, though, with them bringing Greg Berlanti into this uh, project, I am just extremely curious, like I said, about how and if things can maybe be mixed together and um, brought to expand, especially... Again, another kind of spoiler at the end of the season, the grand season finale of Arrow, which ended the show, there was this huge, huge teaser and Easter egg that seemed that uh, John Diggle, who characters from day one of the series had became or is on the verge of becoming a Green Lantern, that John, the theory being that John Diggle is not his actual name, that Diggle was just like a nickname in the army that stuck, that because it is, um, it is known in the show that he is a, uh, a Marine as well, and his name is actually John Stewart, his last name really being Stewart. Or maybe that has changed in the um, new world uh, that is post-crisis, and he was never Diggle to begin with. He was always John Stewart, who then gets his hands on a Green Lantern ring, which um, does seem to kind of appear, even though they never show like a physical ring, they do give you like a big teaser towards what he potentially could become. Um in terms of the Green Lantern show, of what I've heard about that, um, from what I heard was that originally it was supposed to be a movie, and the idea was it was supposed to be like this buddy cop scenario between like John Stewart and Guy Gardner that Hal wasn't really like in the picture just at the moment, um, which is kind of okay with me. I feel like they already put like enough spotlight on Hal, who's been like the face of the Green Lanterns for a long time. I mean, there there's so many other Green Lanterns we can explore. Um, some that last that have been around for a long time, and some that are kind of new still. Um, uh, going all the way from um, Kyle Ryder to Simon Baz, and even Jessica Cruz. There's so many other characters that they could like expand and put into like a live action role that would definitely be really cool and exciting. Um, and like I said, I'm just very curious to see what they do next and how they're going to approach things moving forward. Um, that's all the time I got for today, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. Um, as always, uh, with I know it's, I know things are kind of crazy with everything that's going on in the world. Just hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, and just thinking of one another and um, trying to let's get through just trying to get through this together and to help each other as much as you can. Um, thank you for joining me for this uh, nerd talk. I'm your host, Nate, your friendly neighborhood nerd, and have a good day.